0: Hello, this is Genoa.
1: This is Yusuf.
0: And this is In Fly Entertainment.
1: Hey, it's a new week and uh, welcome. Now we're going to get into our first movie of our comic book. Week. <laughs> um, and of course, we have to have our comic book episode with our awesome guest, Jen. How are you today?
2: Hello. I am so excited to be here talking to you guys about this movie.
1: <laughs> we are
0: awesome.
1: It's going to be fun. <laughs>
0: Yes, so we are starting the week out with the DC movie that was just released on HBO uh, and in theaters, Suicide Squad. Uh, uh,
2: Jenna, that's the Suicide the... Squad, um, you know, like the Ohio State, you know, you just got a <laughs> very... <laughs> important article right? <laughs> for like V405
0: or the <laughs> one,
1: right <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah not, not not to get it confused with Sue Us Asquad which was movie mm-hmm. hours released right, um, right. yeah but this I is this, it, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like the the is your indication that it's the version of the Suicide Squad that's worth your time.
3: <laughs> exactly. That's a, little, a
2: little little device for for your your listeners to remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> uh, you got a uh, synopsis uh, for this movie, uh,
0: general? Um. I don't. I mean, it's basically the, uh, it's a group of comic (laughs) book heroes that are dying to save the world. Um, or anti-heroes, I should say.
1: Oh, I have the IMDb if you want me to fire it off
0: for it. I wasn't prepared today.
1: Oh, you always give a synopsis. You just announce a synopsis person. <laughs> <That's it. laughs>
2: okay. a you're like the account person, right? You got to have like the deck queued up. And...
0: <laughs> I mean, I have two things fired up except I forgot IMDB. So here's... <laughs> Here's the synopsis per IMDb. Uh, super villains, Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Rave Prison join the super secret, super shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at a remote enemy-infused island of Cordo Montese.
1: Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> That's it.
1: Now, now, who is in this movie?
0: <laughs> I mean, well, before we jump into who's in the movie, let's talk about uh, James Gunn both wrote and directed it. Um, mm-hmm. He is known for a Marvel movie, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yes. Volume 1 and 2.
0: Yes. Uh, and Wait, so... Is it's- coming. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it has that same sort of energy of *His Guardians*, mm-hmm. um, but this is starring uh, Margot Robbie, uh, Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Michael Rooker, Viola Davis, Nathan Fillion, Jay Courtney, uh, Falula Borg, Mayling Ning um uh, pete davidson sean gunn Stephen blackheart i mean it has a shit ton of people in it guys
1: yeah, right i just, mean uh, those
0: are a lot of people but how many of them do you
2: actually see in the <laughs> movie is i assume a thing we'll discuss
1: <laughs> like yeah, oh and let's not forget um sylvester stallone as a boy.
0: <laughs> right. Wait, sylvester stallone's in it right he's king shark
1: yeah, it's the voice of King Shark.
0: Well, I had no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that voice didn't sound familiar
0: to you. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even, did it even? Did it even? Did me uh, for the voice? Uh, and then who, who played um, the Rat King, Rat Master? <laughs> that was oh um, sure, yeah. I don't know if you said her name. I didn't because she's not listed on the IMDb top billing. What? IMDb you are being sexist um,
2: and possibly racist because she might be an immigrant and she carries a lot of the movie. Uh, I yes. And yes. To get <laughs>
0: it's, it's Daniela uh, Melchor.
1: Ooh, from Portugal. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Huh. I
0: see. yes uh, and I, I do have to say i mean imdb also doesn't have sylvester stallone uh, mm. listed in the top billing so <laughs>
3: <laughs> right right no, i, I did
0: it. agent just
2: wasn't working as hard as a uh, nathan fillion's agent was <laughs> true
3: so,
0: so yeah so side note because i mean For all the sci-fi nerds out there, Nathan Fillion is known for um, a a little TV show, Firefly, um, in a movie, Serenity. But because of this movie... Uh, sidebar. Sidebar on Nathan Felian. There's been a petition in his hometown of city city of Edmonton that's been around for a few years, and it's to make the uh, a Nathan Felian civilian pavilion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where can I sign this? Petition? Yeah, we need this petition.
0: <laughs>
1: we got to uh, post. This, we got to post the petition up on our page.
0: Yes, um, and because of this movie, the 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 signatures have taken off. So um, we are all hoping that the downtown downtown parking lots of the city of Edmonton will become the Nathan Fillion <laughs> Pavilion. I mean, think of the tourism dollars you'll get, Edmonton. Come on,
3: exactly. Come oh, nerd, we'll
2: take a picture in front of that sign. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: yes, yeah, I signed it three times, and we got we need to get that going that's that's
2: awesome <laughs> that's a good sidebar. That, that was oh, some yeah. good knowledge you dropped on us. That makes up for you not having INZB ready.
0: <laughs> I had that ready. Yeah, um, that was a good one. Because I was so excited about discovering this. Um, <laughs> it's been making the rounds on uh, Tumblr, which is my new social media site, because it, it's not as depressing as the other ones.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, so back to back to the movie. Not just this isn't a podcast about Nathan Fillion. Right. Right. We could explore
2: that. I'm not. Yes. Necessi- I'm not like opposed to that idea. But yeah. Okay. Right. Back on task. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, as General was saying, um, yeah, James Gunn. Well, okay. So after the temporary layoff of James Gunn uh, after Guardians Two, uh, Warner Brothers was like, hey, um, you know, you want to work on something? Just <laughs> come on over here. Man? We got something to work on. Yeah, we we'll welcome you over. Right, boy. and you
2: can make it rated R.
1: <laughs> yes, you can make it gold gory as you want. Your story is your world and our property. Let's make it happen. So, you made it happen, and Disney was like, Oh, remember when we said you were fired? You know, don't worry about that. Yeah, come on back. We need you to do third (laughs) parties.
0: Right. And for those that aren't aren't familiar with that whole James Gunn being fired Um, back in the early days of Twitter. I believe he posted something on Twitter that was either racist or sexist, like when he was very, very young Mm -hmm. and he apologized for it and, you know, said that he had learned a lot. And the thing is, like a lot of actors that work with him um, came forward in support that, that his views as a child or a young adult are not the same as the adult. Mm -hmm. Right. Actions speak louder than tweets. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, people grow and learn um, and things that you say when you're 19 or 20 year old and Maybe aren't ex- is experienced with the world, and you start to learn more and educate yourself on other people's experiences. You may realize that those things that you said as a nineteen-year-old were mistakes.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And- I mean, pretty sure i can write right off my entire. Years a 19 year old is a mistake, so I mean, good for James Bond if he's only got like one tweet haunting him.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all, yes, that's there, everyone. You know, if you go back, if you had a DeLorean, go back in time and actually sat down to talk with your 18 or 18, 19, 20, 21 year old olds. Right. Holy shit, what's up with this
2: dude? 40% <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So right. So we're glad he's back because um because he's an amazing storyteller. Yes. Yeah.
0: I exactly. guess I guess it wasn't necessarily when he was 20, it was maybe when his late 20s or early 30s. But the point is that
2: <laughs> damn General. He's,
0: he's learned he, he learned and he he he's grown and you know. You shouldn't cancel people for things that they said a long time ago if they've improved and gotten better.
1: Right. Now, you do go after them if they still perpetuate (laughs) that type of like, you know, point of view that they have for I.E. Trump tweets. But Anyway, (laughs) but that's that's neither here nor there.
0: (laughs) Yes. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) Okay, so getting into the movie. Uh It starts out uh, we're we're introduced to a number of wacky characters
3: Uh
0: Uh, and based on like, I mean, it's the ultimate superhero intro for all these characters. They (laughs) Introduce them. They have the superhero walk down the runway uh, with the giant background. Um, It just feels big.
2: I I can back and talk about the trailer because when that trailer came out with the Steely Dan song Dirty Work, I was like, so like, first of all, you're like, this is a James Gunn production through and through, classic rock punctuating his story blah 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 every you know editor and video producer i work with was like losing their mind over like how michael worker bouncing the ball was like timed perfectly to the beat like it was just like it was i think it's kind of established to me like a new feel or like DC, yeah, DC movies, movies. right? Yeah. Like, even if you want to talk about the movies that we've talked about and enjoyed, like Wonder Woman or um, Birds of Prey, it's still a totally different vibe, and and so I think you know kind of giving us these expectations that um, yeah, at least I went to I mean, first of all, you hear James Gunn and you have expectations. And then you see the trailer and you're like, okay, oh my God, I think he's really going to do it. I think he's going to get to be James Gunn in this movie and DC might not bring it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The nice. high
2: hopes I went into the movie with, right? Like knowing that I'm going to be setting myself for like a massive disappointment because it's a DC movie, as we've all discussed. How much they um shoot themselves in the foot with the production of their own property.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. I think the big difference with this one also, to your point, is you know, they were like clamoring for James Gunn. So James Gunn had that leverage, like, okay, okay, I see what happened with that first suicide squad. You know, you guys made one movie and the editors did a trailer for it, and Warner Bros. was like, oh, make the movie like the trailer. So we're gonna like reshoot stuff, we're gonna redo things and all that stuff. So it was like a Frankenstein thing. So, so James, I'm sure James pretty much like, hey, if I'm gonna do it, I'm doing it. It's gonna be my story, my vision. You know, I don't want you guys coming in saying, oh, make it like the trailer and kind of, you know, kibosh your what you're trying to do with it. Um, so yeah I think and I think that's why I felt more cohesive (laughs) I think in my opinion because I think the big problem with the first one it was just a lot of things in that movie that you felt was expanded to something more but was just like not there in the final (laughs) product. you know but you know in this one to me I think the story is all there it's all laid out there's like, no like I wonder if they cut that out for this kind of.
2: <laughs> I mean the movie's like two and a half hours long yeah so <laughs> at least I wasn't wondering like I really feel like there was really he a lot on the editing room floor <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> nope not this movie
2: right, any, there's like three at any given time three separate storylines going on like if not more than that. Um, but your point is that like, I think they were threaded together better than most directors and storytellers could have done because it wasn't like jarring or confusing,
0: um, I don't think. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. The, I mean, definitely three different stories that are all working together. I mean, we, we talked about the intro. where We're seeing the big Super all the all the like anti-heroes walk down the runway. We ultimately get rid of those folks um, to focus on a set of new characters.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so epic like I don't know about you guys but I did not see that coming like and I guess you could watch a trailer and be like that's weird a big star like Nathan Gillian isn't in this trailer at all it's all John Cena and you know Margaret rocky <laughs> like it didn't occur to me because there's so many people in the movie and then you're like oh my god they die in the horse activity. <laughs> it was like two and scream all over again and you're like they put this person in this movie just to kill them in the very beginning like blew my mind and and i think to
3: your point like it's that anything can happen in this
2: fucking movie and like we're underscoring the suicide part of suicide squad like you really are going into this like Deadly situation. I <laughs> these people really don't give a shit about your well-being.
1: So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's definitely a, literally a suicide mission. And, 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 and to your point, like, okay, known actors, like, all right, well, Somebody might die, but I yeah, know. They may get like, you know, shot in the leg or something, or like limp off, you know, to safety or something. But yeah, like that whole first season when they get off the you know, on the beachfront and all that went down. You know, that uh, it's per it's a perfect framing device of how you should watch the movie from here on out. It's like okay like like it's here we go guys like this this is what we're gonna deal with throughout this whole movie like mm-hmm. you know it, every it's off limits like no nothing is safe no actor is safe in this movie so yeah so, yeah. so i think that's what kind of injected the like the the fun more in the movie mm-hmm. like when you know like oh wow, like, somebody could die any second like it's almost like a pool like who gonna die next all right i got, I, I got <laughs> so i think he's gonna die next you know <laughs>
2: Right, you're right. It totally I think affects the way you watch the rest of the movie. Like, you're like, okay, this isn't a formulaic setup and, you know, because the the previous Suicide Squad tried to like introduce every character and like give them their own fucking soundtrack and <laughs> debriefing and whatever. And and you know, with the exception of like one or two of them, they made it through the whole movie. And I think to your point, like, right, There's somebody somebody's always a red shirt, so you gotta have like one person that you know doesn't make it. right. So they start off with like, okay, we well, just killed like the entire cast that we've been watching for the last 10 minutes. So what now? And then it's like this <laughs> You're <Yeah. laughs> just so wild. I was like, I don't even know if I've seen anything like that. Like, in a comic book, you start reading a comic book, and like, you know, in the first couple pages, like, it dead. And you're like, well, what am I going to be reading that? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I maybe walking. well, oh, that's a graphic. I mean, I know Walking Dead. I know some of them die in the comics like kind of get picked up, but it's such a kind of long drawn out. You know, like eight or well, like twenty issues later, somebody might get eaten by a zombie or whatever. But not as abrupt as Suicide. This movie is like this is like two panels later, someone dies. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: very like track. Like they're just like
3: dispatched so
0: quickly. It reminds me of like a Tarantino movie where um, it is super violent and no one feels really safe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, even though you know like in the back of your mind like, well, you know Harley's not going to die, you know, like, you know, you're just going to kind of, you know, drug you know, along.
2: <laughs> John Cena's getting his own spin-off show, so in some way he's got to make it, one would assume. <laughs>
0: sure. Right, so um Gunn actually wrote all eight episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't see that today uh and he and he's directed half of them so you can imagine that the John Cena show will be very similar to um, what you have seen in this movie
1: <laughs> yes
2: yeah, I'm definitely signing up whatever service I have to get on to watch
1: that <laughs> yeah, yeah he's making him and his uh, tidy whities
3: <laughs> <laughs> dude that was so disturbing
2: I, I mean like the point that I was like, did they stop? Is that him? Why am I seeing this so prominently? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't decide if that's like a take on like the sexism in the way comic book characters are always presented, right? That we're always talking about like Scarlett Johansson's ass and um, Gal Gadot's ass and, you know, and I was yeah. like, no, we're going to just be like full
1: on like... Yeah. But, I see the you <laughs> ones? There you go. Try, try, try to balance it out, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the women weren't overly sexualized in this movie, were they? No,
2: I, I thought it was brilliant, actually. Like, Harley Quinn's outfit was, like, as yeah. modest as it gets. And even um, uh, one of the details I really liked in her costume unit, I think at some point she had on a jacket and the back of it said, like, something like... Ah, I do what it said, but it, it, it was like Die a Clown. It was like something, something, Die a Clown. And uh, Live Fast, Die a Clown, or something like that. Okay. The point is that in the last Suicide Squad, we see her in these like hot pants that are basically underwear, a little tiny baby tee, the jacket that says Property of the Joker. I mean, literally has property on her. And, and so I think this was a really um, interesting way to kind of show that she's different, um, without necessarily being too overt. I think I did a really great job with her story because for me, at least I couldn't tell, at least from her perspective, if this was a reboot, if it was a sequel, if it was after Birds of Prey, like, you know, like, because it was like a different Harley. Um, and, and they made sure that like you knew that. And I appreciated that so much Um, in terms of her character development, which I think is like the character development she's gone through in the comics and what you're seeing in the animated show, which I
3: also absolutely love. Um, So, but I
0: I felt like because of her character that it it felt like this was supposed to be happen a few years after the first movie. Because she... she, The the Boomerang guy.
2: Right, right. There's definitely familiarity with her and Captain Boomerang and her and Rick Flagg. So you could assume that this is like the unofficial sequel because, right? Because it's not... There's no two anywhere in the titles. And I feel like, not that I've done an extensive amount of research, but that You know, James Dunn and Warner Brothers, right? Warner Brothers has been like a little tight lipped about like, is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? Are we retconning the first one? But yeah, I mean they're they're by her
1: familiarity with those two characters, you figure like maybe it's but
0: no, didn't didn't Captain Mooring did
2: he die in the other suicide spot?
1: Well not not the first one, no. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, and, and that was like kind of the running joke throughout like you know. And actually, it, um, it was a it was a line in birds of prey where like Harley kind of said something in reference to Captain Boomerang. Oh, like, like, I think you remember that now that you're saying that, I wouldn't be
2: able to like
3: quote it, but
1: yeah um well yeah so yeah, so I think definitely this would be yeah, it's weird, it's a it's in a weird place because you can't say, oh, maybe this was released timeline wise after um uh, birds of prey possibly, maybe, but you know you have uh, like Amanda Waller. Which keeps the first movie so pretty much it's not really a retcon because uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Amanda Waller, right? Is that her name? Viola mm-hmm. Davis, Agent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I can see if they like completely like recast her or didn't like put her like okay, this could be kind of a re some kind of rebootish, but it seems like more of a continuation
3: mm-hmm.
1: of the first. Version.
2: Right, right. But then I kind of wonder how much time has gone by because at the end of the older Suicide Squad, they're all back in prison. Um, and in this one, when they see Harley get on the, the plane or whatever, they're like, What are you doing here? I thought you got out. And I forget what she says. You about like, you know, who knew you couldn't rob a bank or something? <laughs> like, so there's an implied passage of time in, in some way in that statement, but right, whether that means that the first suicide squad happened, Birds of Prey, and then something happened that she goes back to jail or, or you just kind of ignore that line <laughs> and then figure that, yeah, and, and that's the part that I'm like, it starts getting tangled because if we're talking about this being like a new iteration of like the DC extended universe, like, what's canon and what isn't. Like, your fans are going to need to know that, DC. So,
3: please.
1: Yeah, they're putting in, yeah, they're sprinkling up breadcrumbs for people to, Yeah, yeah. like, put the pieces together. Like, okay, well, is <laughs> <it's> this.
3: Like. <laughs> like a
2: Charlie Damian with a string. And, <laughs>
3: Exactly.
2: is it a retcon or is it a sequel and even if it's a sequel we all want to pretend the first one doesn't exist anyway it's
1: fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I think they did a good job of like reimagining the Suicide Squad movie yeah at the same time not totally dismissing the first one even though you know the first one was the first one but you know they wanted to kind of take the good pieces mm-hmm. of what worked in the first one, i.e., Holly Quinn, <laughs> and you know, you right. rebuild right. like rebuild it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, right, right, Don't throw the baby out the bathwater kind of thing, right? Like figure, like okay, Joel Kinnaman, solid; Miles Davis, solid. Like. Right. Um, <laughs> And, and I thought they did such a better job of like the specter of Amanda Waller with like all her minions. And you know, does so she come in and she's like, I'm fat, pre menstrual, and black. Like, don't fuck with me. Like, she says something epic. So, yeah. just like, fuck off. And just, like,
3: <laughs> yes. it's like, yes. I'm not sure if it's in the comics, but it feels like it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Just, like, <laughs> that she is just this.
2: Insane, possibly evil, definitely heartless person.
1: (laughs) Get shit done by any means necessary. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so how, how does this movie compare to the comic books? Have you guys read the comic books?
2: I've only read a few of the Suicide Squads. And to be honest, the, the ones that I read, I was not super impressed with. So I didn't like keep with it. I think you guys haven't found the, the groove of which writers to follow and stuff. But I remember when the movie was over, I was like blathering and Yusuf. I was like, no, I read the comic where rick flag was like a clone or the line back from the dead or there's something i'm like he's not dead because i love talking him as rick flag and i was, it was like when loki died i was like refusing to accept that his character would actually be dead and that i wouldn't see him anymore um i did go back and try to find that there is some comic um suicide squad series that focuses like on him and his history, and it's very murky, right, because he's like a soldier, and you do all these weird ops, and blah, 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 and yeah, maybe he did die when a building blew up, but somehow he's alive here in the present of the day, right? So i uh, will be curious to see if that kind of plays out, but yeah, a lot of those characters I've never seen before know um, what you said. What's your... Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, well, yeah, just like you, like, I've read a few. I was not... I was like I wasn't knee I wasn't knee deep in a lot of DC like comics outside of your your heavy hitters, like your Supermans, your Batmans, and your flashes. Mm-hmm. Like all like the subsect, all the the sub-comic book series, like your suicide squads and you know, your Gothams and yada yada yada. Like I never really like dove into them too much. Um, I mean I've I've heard of Suicide Squad. Like, I'm familiar because I don't because most of the Squad, Sasquatch episodes, I'm um, issues, I remember vividly through the illustrations of the covers, because it was mostly always like Harley.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: you know, he's like in there somewhere. I was like, oh, okay, this is like that. <laughs> Well, Harley's on the team of something like that, right? It's just that comic book? Um, so, but yeah, that's kind of like how <laughs> far my knowledge like, Right,
3: right. Suicide.
1: I just knew Harley Quinn was on a team of bad guys. Like, what? Mm-hmm.
3: Right, right, right. Which is, which
2: even that statement in itself, I think, is kind of interesting because like bad and evil and anti hero, super villain, I think that all gets kind of cheesed out a little bit in this, right? Like, who's really evil? And who's just like, kind of stuck in this situation, right? Like, Dot Man ends up saying, like, I'm a superhero, and John Cena's character who's supposed to be, you know, he thinks of himself as a hero is obviously the most evil person in the movie, besides Man Waller. (laughs) It's like... Um, Oh,
3: yeah. Okay.
1: so if they had a... Okay. Parallel universe. If it was ever a crossover... Do you think Amanda Waller would be head of, uh, what's the corporation in the boys' bot?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that would be epic. I think she'd be a better um, head than, uh, <laughs> I forget the character's name, but right, the guy from Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. She'd kick his character's ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because I think I think Amanda Waller, I think Homelander will probably have to think twice. Like with Amanda Waller was running shit Over and bought yeah. <laughs> Just saying.
2: That was a good question. I thought I thought you were gonna go for some like Marvel thing. Like it should be like running Shield or Hydra? You want the void, Like solid, solid crossover
1: yeah okay. <laughs> hey, you know, someone yeah. have to snap Homelander out of out of his Oedipus uh, complex.
0: <laughs> Her character translates to to the boys much better than any Marvel property.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so King Shark. Yeah. let's let's, let's discuss
3: Um,
2: so King Shark brings a lot of the the, like cartoony gore right like ripping people in half and eating people whole head first and all this (laughs) stuff but I will die on the hill of the Harley Quinn animated series King Shark
1: is the best King Shark iteration ever be (laughs) made I was down here with you so is
0: King Shark because like on the CW they have King Shark I didn't think he was supposed to be a complete moron. Hmm.
1: N- not really. I mean, he's not bright, but I mean he can think. That's why like the, the the Harley Quinn animated series is closer to his personality a little bit, even though like it's more exaggerated a comic series, but yeah. Yeah. So for, so for
0: everyone that has seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, there's grouped in that. We have King Shark and mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah, right. The, the not very verbal kind of dumb representation from nature.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but are, are sharks supposed to be smart? I think we need Chelsea and her love of apex predators here to uh us. True. <laughs> true. Um,
3: yeah, I sure. mean
0: <laughs> I don't think they're like dolphin smart, but for you know, if we learned anything from Jaws is at least they have a memory and come like they understand, understand the concept of
2: revenge and
1: <laughs> they never forget a face. I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, like maybe king shark is from deep blue uh, and after the LL Cool J cook couldn't kill him uh, he's come after and is now walking on land
1: oh, <laughs> oh, no. shark extended universe you're proposing there <laughs> Sorry. Hey, on that rationale it should have been Samuel Jackson's voice is King Shark because if we're going with that, the shark did eat Samuel Jackson in D so, right? So maybe like some of the Samuel Jackson's <laughs> like that embedded inside the smart shark and can like talk like Samuel Jackson. So there you go. I'm
3: I'm on I'm on horse with
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but Samuel Jackson making that <laughs> name. We digested Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it'll be perfect because it's an R-rated movie. He could just <laughs> drop F-bombs left and right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like he was... Probably sold as the comic relief. And I I don't know if I really needed him in the movie. I think he was a little expendable. Besides, like I said, like the cartoon violence that you couldn't get with any other character. Like if you want to see him being ripped in half, like King Shark. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And I love the fact that like King Shark was like like you know, he's a shark. He's like we're down to eat some of his teammates. It's like <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. It's like put her down, put her. Down. <laughs> like, no, no, I know, no, put her. Down. Like which makes sense. And then with that crazy moment comes a bonding moment between characters. You know, Ratcatcher two and. You know, and the uh, king shark—they kind of form this little sweet bond with each other. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, and you know, rat catcher's like, you know, you don't eat your friends, right? I well, I'll be your friend. You know, it's a little nice little Sesame Street moment. <laughs> yeah, she was, she really was like the soul of the movie, like, yeah,
3: um,
2: right, like she she gets like the sad backstory. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been wondering. It's been bothering me since we watched it. Like her power, which was like quote unquote inherited from her dad, but it's really that she has this like wand. So can anybody mind control rats? Or is it she has this power and the wand is like some manifest state? Like I don't I don't know her backstory at all. Like I never encountered her in comics. So I'm just like, could anybody pick up that thing when she dropped it? Because like she was useless without it, right? Like she dropped it at some point and she was. (laughs) True. I'm like, oh well, I have my rat magic wand to do stuff. So, so could
0: anybody pick it up and all of a sudden have rats at their control? So, in, in my mind, based on her backstory with her father, was that he built this to connect specifically to her brain waves so not anyone could use it.
2: Mm-hmm. Good catch. I don't remember that part. Yeah.
0: It was probably
2: like, like the emotional bonding part of the movie and I was like checked out so I'm impressed
1: that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our friendship.
0: <laughs> and and right, like at the end of the movie we, we see that rats like we are living in a rat's world. I mean whether or not we want to acknowledge it or not but especially for folks that live in the cities where rats are everywhere. Like. <laughs> This is their planet. We just happen to be visiting. <laughs>
3: me
0: and my, my me and my rat tattoo are pro rat.
1: All right, right on. <laughs> just keep your uh, just keep your friends away from me. <laughs>
0: You know, <laughs> they they break down a lot of the the trash in the cities we live in. Otherwise, um, it would be a very very dirty place. I mean,
1: unless unless it's a unless it's a three foot tall rat named Master Splinter teaching <laughs> <laughs> some wayward turtles karate, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and about to eat, serve me some pizza. I'm like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so now we can think of another character that was dispatched so quickly, the weasel character. Oh! tie the high hopes for him. I've seen the trailer where he's just like licking his window and being fucking crazy and knowing that it's, um, I forget, uh, is it Sean Gunn? Right? It's James Gunn. Yeah, Gunn,
3: yeah yeah, so yeah. like,
1: Cause him because he's uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe uh, They might be on the something. But what the hell was his power? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, murdering children. But like, I don't know about that plays yeah. I, <laughs> I, I mean, children are are bad for the environment, so maybe he's like an environmentally friendly character.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Right.
2: Right. As, as a rodent, right? He's he sees all the you know trash and um right, I, I think you're absolutely not like, oh, super right? Like that's like <laughs> I, don't, I guess maybe that's something else that this movie maybe it played with, that. like sometimes you're reading a comic and you're like, how is this a fucking superpower? How is this helpful? And like I think they played with that a little bit. This right, really, like you throw out polka dots, like what does
0: that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> like you have a javelin, what what is that? Like <laughs> or TDK, what the fuck is
1: TDK? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, and the, the beginning sequence where the first squad was on the, on a plane to, you know, to their mission, you know, you had your you had your classic James Gunn banter with, <laughs> <these> different <laughs> That was pretty hilarious.
2: <laughs> good. That was so good. Like I can't remember all of it, but just the whole thing. Like,
3: wait, he's a werewolf, and you're
2: like, <laughs> 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 and then he's just kind of sitting there, like, I oh, don't know, am
1: I a werewolf?
3: Like, just kind of like. <laughs> oh goodness!
1: Yeah, no, that was yeah, it was, it was a good start off for the movie. That kind of it, it's it straddles you in and let you know tonally what 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 you're about to be in for for the next two hours, mm-hmm. which is awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so it looks like, I guess, possibly. Uh, well, outside of Peacemaker, like uh, I know what they're gonna do in an- another one, or 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 is Peacemaker gonna be kind of like the continuation of the Suicide Squad world outside of the movies?
0: So I, I don't I don't think anything has been announced yet. Um, but at the very least, going back to the Weasel character, he may be coming back in Peacemaker as a villain.
3: Nice.
0: So we we potentially will see him again. Um, yeah. I mean, but in essence,
1: Peacemaker is a villain. So it'd be like villain going against another like villain.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but from a like America's great hiding mm-hmm. our dirty secrets, Peacemaker is aligned with the propaganda of the U.S. military. So
1: right,
3: yeah, true. True. Uh,
2: yeah, such a crazy
3: character, uh,
2: especially putting him against a flag. Right,
3: like two two soldiers, and there are two different interpretations of their priorities and their mission and.
1: Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was an interesting commentary, you know, about that. Yeah. You know, like, patriotism, like, hey, but it's 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 interpreted, like, different people will see it in different ways, right?
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right.
1: <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: I was, yeah, right? I, I think, like,
2: like, all good comic book and sci-fi movies amidst all the chaos and the Banter and the action—they're still like,
3: Ooh, I think they're saying something about society here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can feel like it wasn't
2: a complete waste of not a waste of your time, but right, a little weird. <laughs> I would watch the movie. But, well, there was a commentary on what patriotism really means, so you know. <laughs> it's like if you,
1: if if you want to read into it that way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: on oh, that note, you know, one of the other, like, anything can happen in these movies yeah. moments, which I think even to me more than the beginning where everybody dies, is when they go to rescue Rick Flag. And you find out that it, they're all the Freedom Fighters and you're like, oh my God, they just brutally murdered all these people that
3: we should have been rooting for. <laughs> like,
2: and they're just kind of like, whoops. <laughs> 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 and,
3: and
2: I think it was just such a, a crazy pull. And, you know, I don't even remember like the, the character of the female like, Freedom Fighter. like you about like,
3: typical American, guns blazing, blah, blah, blah.
2: And you're like yeah <laughs>
1: yep. like team America rural police situation
2: <laughs> serving you freedom whether you want it or not
1: <laughs> yeah and it, it, like I said it definitely had a lot of like really just crazy moments but like you're saying the was it blood blood sport it's Bloodsport, right? Elva was Bloodsport. Like Bless, you know, that like you said, that scene with Bloodsport and Peacemaker, like where they were like trying to out like be the coolest and killing people. Uh-huh. Uh, when they were going through the village. <laughs> that was <really> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so like we're thinking like, oh cool, they killed back back, <laughs> <So>, Like, wait a minute, those soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> you killed them all because everyone it was like a pissing contest. Like, oh yeah, so you, see, see, I like you know stabbed this dude, like whatever. See, so like you know <laughs> decapitated this dude. Right, super elaborate and stylish, and
3: yeah, that whole sequence was oh so
1: hilarious. So, okay.
3: so, but
1: yeah, so well, okay. At the end of the day. Do you think uh, DC should? Okay, well, generally, like, what do you think DC DC should go from here? Like, far as like the stories, and you think they should try to try to get back on like the Snyder type stuff, or?
0: I mean, you
3: don't want to answer that (laughs) question.
0: people I need them to stop like Marvel did this entire like universe and all the movies are connected and that worked for Marvel it does not work for DC because Mm -hmm. they have these really good one-off movies that they Mm -hmm. try to connect into a larger universe and they fuck it all up so just give us our single one-off good movies stop trying to like shove it into a larger Mm -hmm. storyline Yeah,
2: I, I think that's a good point, right? Like, I don't want to see like Wonder Woman fighting Polka-Dot man. Like, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. And like, Batman isn't going to fight. I don't know who's left. Um, <laughs> like, right? Like Harley Quinn's like the only one that can kind of bridge the world. And even then, like, I think they've taken her character into this sort of like happy go lucky wacky place that like so all of a sudden like put her in movie where she's like planning some you know murder spree that Batman has to stop but doesn't make sense anymore that's like 10 steps backwards for her character um, yeah. So yeah I totally agree Jenna I think like unless they like completely like level everything and do a reset like they've done in the comics a million times and I feel like every time they do it the fans fucking eat it right like like I think the new Fifty Two, like that's the series and the I spot that I didn't like at all, and that was like them trying to like, right, like reboot everything and get everything to like realign and get people back on board, and like it just didn't work. Like let the property be the property, and you can have fun with like little winks and like newspaper headlines and shit like that, you know, like in Birds of Prey when she's like. I named my hyena Bruce after that hunky Wayne guy. Like, it's okay to know that they all exist in the same world, but they're not like necessarily constantly
3: interacting with one another.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm, I agree both of you on all points. <clears throat> yeah. Just give us some strong. One offs, you know, and just just keep them as is, and then then you can then you then you you're planting the seeds of these you know already good one off movies. So if you are trying to connect the dots with some of these one offs, you can, because you have a good foundation of these great one off films, you know, to try to you know tether into something. Bigger. Um, yeah, that's how, I mean, that's pretty much what Kevin Feige did. Like, okay, everything rides on Iron Man. If Iron Man's a failure, there's no DC. like we're done. Like we can't do it because everything is on this first Iron Man. The Iron Man success. Like, okay, well, let's, right, let's make this another one off of another character. Movie. Okay, let's see how this Captain America. Okay, people like Captain America. Okay, 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 okay. Right, so let's see how the is doing. Okay, people think we're all right. Well, okay, well, let's, let's start
3: making all them come together. Boom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like your reinterpretation of like Kevin Feige like spoon feeding those, oh the Iron Man, and you're like Iron Man, oh yummy. <laughs> <Like, laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, but I, I'm pretty sure he didn't, you know, like set off like, okay, I'm gonna make an Avengers movie. <laughs> it was like, okay, well let like Iron Man have to work. If my Iron Man don't work, then this is all for nothing. Like there's no MCU. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Do you think
2: that was I feel like I said to you, like, I lose my mind every time a new movie comes out, and then the very next thing is an article that's like 10 signs of, you know, Shang-Chi that you missed in the first Iron Man. I'm like, what? Like, did they really think it through that much? Or are we as the fans, like, that fucking crazy that, like, we're like, in the background, I bet you that's, you know, like, <laughs> like, <there's laughs> mess, like that <laughs> or at least, like, Hope yeah. for the best and like optimistically plant
1: these Easter eggs. I don't know, like <laughs> you know what, you're right, though, you're right. And it's not from you know them like kind of crossing their fingers, Is like okay, like we can sprinkle something that involves like a 10 ring thing, you know, in passing or have that post. Um, was that the first Iron Man that was Nick Fury at the end of post credits? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, that post credit scene, like, actually, Disney was kind of on the fence about putting that in there, because they, they didn't... It they wasn't really sure about if Iron Man was even going to be a a, a hit. <clears throat> because, I mean, they were already kind of neighing it because of Robert Downey Jr. in the first place. Was like, well, really? going to bank this on Robert Downey Jr.? Really? We don't see him <laughs> as a... You know, but you know, yeah, but John Favreau, of course, was like, I, I'm not going to make it. You know, if Rob Downer Jr. isn't Tony, like he's my Tony. Um, so yeah, I mean, luckily, thank God, like it was a hit, and they put that post credit scene in like, okay, well, I think this can happen.
2: I think you have, like, the opposite happening in the DCU because when Zack Snyder got his, you know, four-hour fucking recut, and he's like, here's the post credit scene for a whole slew of movies that they won't let me make. So they deal with that. You know, like, he the total opposite. <laughs> oh, like, yes. I don't know if we should show him the thing that we're not gonna make. He's like, we're not making this, fine, we're gonna fucking show him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. He's so yeah. Like, bit,
2: arrogance of yeah arrogance. This definitely
1: swings both ways with that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but definitely one-offs. Let's do one-offs. Let's make it one-offs. Uh, you know, Suicide Squad. You know, it's, it's, there's there are people embrace the one-offs. You know, they embrace Joker. They embrace you know. You know the I mean, they like just make the one-off. People like them. Don't try to cram three heroes in it in one movie. It's like, nah, gonna yeah. do that. Yeah,
3: like I'm, I'm realizing
2: after this movie, like I love all of the like weirder DC properties that are on right now. Like, you know, Doom Patrol, and even... I'm still watching Legends of Tomorrow. Like, you know, as opposed to watching the Flash series, as opposed to watching the Batwoman series and stuff. Like, give me the weird ass like third tier C squad <laughs> <laughs> DC characters that like I think because people aren't as emotionally invested in them maybe there's just more freedom to play with them because they came from a place that was more playful than like all these other characters with like these like backstories of my dad's in prison for murdering my mother and my parents and I was like everybody's got like a fucking traumatic story. Um True. <laughs> and, and these characters, either they do like it's not like part of their. I don't know. Like it's just it's more about the the and just like the fucking weirdness of their situation. So well, well, yeah.
0: think- it feels like the the characters from like Doom Patrol or Legends. Right are the writers are just having fun and they right. aren't to the same level and Syrian seriousness that you need for like Superman.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Like gotta have a mom, you've got to live on the farm and you got to live for Lois. And <laughs> like just like all of stuff. sudden are just like, I know God. Like if I have to like right, like if I have
0: to watch another Batman movie and watch his
2: parents get shot me out in the world. Like
1: I'm gonna lose my fucking heart. Like, we know, we know. Show me something new. Show me something new. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Totally agree. So on 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 that on that rationale, you think that's the reason why James Gunn looked, like took on Guardians because it was a more obscure. Kind of Marvel property, like not much pressure. Like no one's really gonna have like a magnifying glass under if you get Guardians of the Galaxy right, you know. So that kind of, in essence, freed him up to kind of put its own flavor to it and not beholden to the comic. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I forget what I read, so I mean, I'm not gonna try to tell an anecdote. But I feel like I read some article about like him pitching. It was either. Doing Suicide Squad or something because he wanted right that like freedom for lack of a better word right and, and I think as somebody who's a writer and a director and obviously has a love has a love for the genre and a connection to it like he wants to bring his perspective to it and not have it like be weighed down by like canon and Fan emotions <laughs> and what fifteen different executives think this character is supposed to be because they think they're connected. You know, like who fucking has a connection to Ratcatcher? Is that even a character in the book? I don't know. Like who knows? <laughs> like, yeah, I totally agree. I think I think he probably does seek these things out just for like a creative
3: freedom, you
2: know, um, or just because it aligns with like what he wants to do. Like I don't think he would ever want to make a Batman movie. You know, doesn't need a killer soundtrack and. Quips and witty banter, you know. So <laughs> it would be interested anyway. Although, I mean, what would a <laughs> James Bond to
1: Batman look like? It would be oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. It would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, it would be yeah, yeah. It would be interesting. It would be <laughs> yeah, but it have to be R rated though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the Joker scenes would be amazing. Like if Jay's God did it, and like Joker was the villain, or 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 Riddler, like he would definitely make the he would definitely make the villain scenes like freaking
3: awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, like, yeah, but yeah, let's see, but nah, but I don't want them to do, like, just stay stay in your fun lane, they want that man to be all emo and dark and happy.
2: Like, <laughs> right. you, keep, you keep doing you, James. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: hey. uh, I have a coworker that knows that I'm a, a big geek, and she texted me this weekend, she's like, I just watched Suicide Squad, it was so fun, I really, like, missed the boat, and I thought she just meant that, like, she waited a week to see it. And I'm like, no, you didn't wait that long. And she's like, no, for like comic book movies in general. <laughs> like, and I'm like, well, let me tell you, just <laughs> <the laughs> stick with the James Gunn movie. <laughs> don't, right? yeah,
1: don't go back. You're yeah. off into these other
2: properties without
3: checking the first if this is what you like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't go to the first. Or just stick with the. the <laughs> Yeah, so what's our uh stuck or tarmac ratings, General? Uh,
0: sit on the sofa and watch it with your friends, it's not child friendly. Uh, clean the house or build a PowerPoint while you have it on in the background. (laughs) Go outside and take on the weasel. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I definitely don't want to take all a weasel. So I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It gets a yeah. It gets a butt. It gets it gets a butt down on the couch and watch it. Yeah, it was fun, and I'm really, I'm really happy. That they let James Gunn just do what he do, you know, and I, and I and I really appreciate Warner Bros. for allowing him to just do that.
0: Jen, I assume it's butt on the sofa for you as well.
2: Yeah, I mean that's literally what we did, right? We all we all gathered here and we watched it together, and and I
0: think in that respect, it
2: is a movie that's better to be watched in a group. Um, because it is so insane, you need to turn to somebody to be like,
3: What the fuck? <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> did he just is that really John Cena's dick? Is that kind <sighs> of your, you know, he's like, of... like, like, I think you need that, like, you can't just watch this by yourself, like, you need, no. whether they're a comic book fan or not, whether you're a
3: comic book fan or not, I think you just need this is like best view be of the group, and uh, and yeah, I think, um.
2: Probably on, a, you know, you don't have to go to the theater, but you know, bigger screen than the airplane screen, probably for all the
0: yeah, so I mean, the violence and everything.
2: You you know, you want to kind of experience that.
0: <laughs> I, I would put this in in the type of movie that. I wish I had seen in a like black theater Mm -hmm. where you have audience participation Mm -hmm. with the the movie Um, like for example the Keanu Reeves movie The Replacements where he plays a football player Mm -hmm. That's not a very good movie, but when I saw it up in Harlem and you had the entire audience yelling on the screen, it made it an amazing movie. <laughs> I feel like I needed that experience for this.
1: yeah, yeah you need yeah, you need uh, you need audio commentary. Yeah. <laughs> right
2: so I mean whatever your like comfort level is, is with like being around people and being in theaters like you do you listeners but you know whether you do a watch party thing or you have someone over but yeah
3: yeah exactly That's not watch it alone
1: <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah so there you have it guys the the Suicide Squad um, which is in theaters and if you have HBO Max you can watch it at home if you like Um, yeah we suggest it Um, definitely not for kids Um, but it's a funny hilarious gory romp and we appreciate uh, you know James Gunn giving us this craziness because we needed it (laughs) Agree. Yeah. Alright guys, so until so Thursday, which everyone say physical distancing and
0: get your fucking vaccines and keep wearing a mask.
1: Yes. <laughs>